Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin Sleva, and this is the Casual Fridays REI podcast. Today, we're going to be about what to do when the seller backs out. Before we do that, though, let's talk about the Casual Fridays land flipping blueprint. Guys, if you're thinking about getting this niche, you've got to check this out. We've taken all the knowledge we've gained through the years of consulting and the hundreds of clients and put it into this easy-to-follow course. It's got all the contract scripts and forms that we use in our daily business, and everyone that joins gets a free one-on-one training with either myself or Justin. So if you're interested in learning more, all you got to do is go to our website at casualfridaysrei.com, click on the training tab, set up a strategy call, and we'll go over everything you need to know to get started. Yo! What's up? Happy Friday. Happy Friday. And I kind of reminiscing back on last week did you enjoy the week off i mean that's the first week we've taken off on this show in over two years i will say because we record every friday mm-hmm. that was like the only time i felt like i had like like i was really off mm-hmm. because we didn't record mm-hmm. you were out of town it just felt very weird that day okay nothing else really changed because i still put the shows out on yeah. monday wednesday friday i still wrote still wrote things or whatever but it's not like it's a big deal right? yeah but i wouldn't i just felt like just felt like a normal week. Okay. Yeah, okay. It, it, it just felt it did feel super awkward. That you didn't get to hang out with me. Not yeah, not that part. You know, oh. it, it was just the habit, right? right. <laughs> oh damn, <laughs> damn. Well, how'd it feel for you? Well, like I felt like I was forgetting something the whole day. Yeah, it, just felt, it felt weird, right? Yeah, not yeah. not like it was a you know I I knew we had to replay stuff and I saw I still listen to them this week, but I was like, man, I feel like I missed something. Like I felt like I was just missing something for my day. I mean, that's a, a habit every Friday for two years. Yeah. Been recording. That's a lot. It is. It is. And I think people underestimate that what that time looks like. And like they, oh, I'm going to go start a podcast. And they, they don't realize like you can keep going once you get out of that. But you do it for so long that now it's like this habit of you're, you're falling through it. And you can go back and kind of track where your mind was through all those different shows and those different weeks. Can you? My wife says that's how she tells me how my headspace is. I personally can't track any because I don't remember any of them <laughs> COVID brain <laughs> just period like I Corona. I so the way the shows work is uh, for people listening is every time the show is drop date mm-hmm. I'll sit down in front of the computer and I'll write the little the blog blog right mm-hmm. nine times out of ten I have no idea what was said and I'm going off of like the uh the, the title, title. Oh, I'm God. going yep that sounds about right we probably talked about that <laughs> oh no oh get this man some ginkgo biloba if you're looking for a Christmas present for Adam I challenge to- anyone to wait a week and then write a blog post about a conversation they had for 15 minutes a week ago. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Oh, man. Well, in the spirit of that, remember last last show, we mentioned Brian's virtual baby shower, diaper shower, man shower, whatever you want to call it, bachelor brunch. It is still going on strong. Click the link in our social medias and give him a few diapers because his world's about to be full of dirty diapers. Any idea how long we're going to run that? I figured we'll have it up, but yeah. we just figured talk about it this week cool. and get it out there. You know, it's a, it's one of those things that we can do to help somebody that's helped us along the way. Yeah. And by us, we mean everyone listening because yeah. we'll reiterate. Yeah. Without Brian. No there, show. There would be no show. That's right. Because he has taken on the daunting task that neither one of us wanted to do. <laughs> true, true. True yep. that. But he's done it and he's done a fabulous job at it and we appreciate it more than anything. 
So with that said, we're hiring for a new producer. <laughs> <laughs> and the pay is horrible. We don't talk to you very often, but we do love you. <laughs> hey, he did move across the ocean and still produce and kept it up. So yeah. I mean that that says a lot about the guy. Mm-hmm. So I think he was only late like three times. Yeah. Not just in his two year tenure. Yeah, but I don't think anybody knew on the front side. No, 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 no. No. He recovered well. Yeah. That's what it's all about. That's what team does. That's what a team does. Nobody's mad at him. We're happy. Well, let's talk about today's show. What's today's show? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, that's what I was hoping you were going <laughs> to tell me. <laughs> what do you do when a seller backs out? They ghost you. Uh, have you ever Have you ever had this happen to you? I have not. So I've had this happen twice to me. And man, it pisses you off. It pisses you off. And what we're talking about is, you know, there's people that, you know, I say I've only had it happen twice when somebody has signed the agreement. We have talked. We have agreed upon a price. We have opened up escrow and it's time to close. Like we're talking everybody's signatures. Mm-hmm. That's what this talking about. I've had people sign the agreement then I can't ever get a hold of them. I've had that happen more times than I can count. Mm-hmm. Or I talk to them, they, we agree on a price and I call to send them a purchase sales agreement then never hear from them. You know what? Those to me, I'm like, I'm like, okay, well they just decided they don't want to sell. But when we get all the way to title and they're giving the paperwork they need to and then all of a sudden they just go dark when it's time to sign, those People drive me berserk because it's like, what, what the fuck have we been doing the last 30 days, 40 days? I can get that. Oh, I mean, I, I, it's never happened to me, but that would, that would drive me pretty nuts. So it's happened to me twice. And when you cruise a lot of the groups that we cruise, because the land investing groups, there's what, four or five pretty big ones that are open. So we'll cruise those and you see everybody throwing around the term memorandum of contract. I'm going to record it with the county and you see house flippers or house wholesalers do this a lot where they'll record the contract as soon as they get so they can go shop the contract. And I have a moral like dilemma on that. Like I don't, I just, it, it irks me that somebody is going to put a cloud on somebody's title that doesn't like, it's not their property. I guess they have equitable interest because they have the contract, but it's one of those things that we see that a lot. And the two times it's happened to me, only one of those, I was ready to do that. I was going to put a memorandum of contract on it. And, and that's because I had a thousand dollars in an abstract paid. And it was in uh, Maine, and I was pissed. Drone pilot had already gone out, and so I had two hundred dollars in a drone pilot, a thousand dollars in a abstract, and so the closing agent she goes, I can't get a hold of this guy. We've been trying like two or three weeks. I said, well, I want you to file a memorandum of contract. She's like, well, our our attorney that runs our office won't let us do it. She goes, if you can, if you want to record it, and she goes, I tell you, she goes, she goes, it's not going to be a good deal. Like it's just like one of those things. She's like, you know. The guy owns a property. He didn't want to sell it, or he got a better offer from the neighbor when the con- the drone pilot was out there and the neighbor saw him. You know, so you can do that. But what are you really going after? You're like, what do you, you want your damages back? You know, you just, just write it off and move on. You know, and I'm like, she makes a point, and I'm like, Ugh. but every ounce of me wanted to to get my thousand dollars back. Yeah, I don't see anything wrong with it if that's the case. Like, if you've gone through everything mm-hmm. and you just get to the closing table and they don't show up. Yeah, that doesn't really bother me at all. So I guess in my head, I think of the possessions nine tenths of the law, like it's his property still. Yeah, I get it. I mean, but I don't want to make his life hell if they make you know your life hell. It's so, not. It's not like you know what you said at the very beginning. Uh, you sent them a PSA and they just never sign it back. Yeah. If you go do, you, know, you go through the, the, if you go file the memorandum on that. Yeah. That you know that's some bullshit. Yeah. But if they agree to it, papers are signed, money's been paid, mm-hmm. closing date has been set, and then they just don't show up. Yeah. Well, that's okay. Well, now I'm going to do something to screw you. Yeah. 
I, I get that. I well, I'm also gonna throw in a caveat if I'm got the energy that day. <laughs> like it depends on like how much. Yeah. Because the the hardest part about all that is uh, the time and energy it takes to do all that. Mm-hmm. Is it worth it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I go like thinking about that one situation. Like I'm like fuck yeah, get everybody with a memorandum of contract. But then like if you ask me at lunch and you're like, hey Justin, would you do a memorandum of contract? I'm like, nah, man, that's. That's kind of it's kind of shifty. It's kind of shady. It's that's not my style. You know, I just take my lump and move on. So I, you're right. It's just, what's my energy like? But it's gonna be like, what Justin do you have? Are you dealing with right then? You know, if I'm struggling to get a deal, and I've sent out two mailers, and they just COVID happens in a box. I get one that it's about to close, and I've spent you know a thousand dollars on an abstract. I've got the drone pilot out there. It's cost me another two hundred bucks, and then this guy just backs out. Now I think I'd be starting to run my business off emotion versus logic. And like, I'm just, I'm, that's my temper coming out. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get them. But sometimes you need the temper involved. I know. And I, and it's, I guess I, I I mean, I lost my temper on one of the project, one properties. I (laughs) I wouldn't say that's ever something I've dealt with. Mm -hmm. I try and bring a lot of logic into it, but this dude just pissed me off that one day. What happened? The uh, guy that closed up the gate and put cows on the property. Oh yeah. Well, that's rightfully so. He's <laughs> trespassing. Yeah. And normally, I mean, we both knew about it. Normally, I think logically, I've just been like, well, we'll just have someone handle it or get it mm-hmm. taken care of. I sat there two hours trying to work and just kept getting madder and madder and madder until <laughs> I just picked up the phone. And we went at it. Yeah. Did he move the cows? I don't know. It's not our problem. Now it's closed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I. I agree with that. And so like when we, when we brought the show topic up earlier it was in our pre-meeting, I, I was thinking, you know what? That's not something I would do. But as I'm getting mad again, thinking about that one property, like I'm like, you know what? Go get them. But my question, and maybe this is because I haven't done it a lot or my, my thought processes is, A, if I'm going to do it, do I know how to release it when it comes time? If I'm going to put a cloud on a title, do I know how to release that contract? And secondly, does that contract include damages for anything up to the closing of that property. Like you did not perform on this, this contract. So you required to pay me back what I cost. So you put a cloud on the title. Do you effectively have a, a way for that person to clear the title, that cloud with you? Well, maybe that's something that our contracts need to be changed to is. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know the legal, like the legal ramification for that. Maybe that's an attorney getting involved and in, in understanding that you can always sue for non-performance of a contract, but what's can, the, can you add that to the PSA? That you're required to any cost are going to be held. Like I'll, I'll pay for any cost, and and but if you ghost me on the if you fail to close or fail to perform, yeah, you're probably still going to take the small claims court to get it paid. One hundred percent. The memorandum of contract would just put a cloud for the next person, and the other way to claim it to clear it would be, hey, you pay me back the money I had into this. Well, this is going to be like at some point you never would have known how to file a a deed. No, file a memorandum, a cloud on the title. Yeah, right. So. Same goes for how to get rid of it. Like at some point you never knew how to file yeah, one I mean, and now yeah, I, you'll, so you'll figure out how to get rid of it. I, I agree with that. I, I mean, it's not hard to figure out, you know, Hey, how do I file this? How do I do that? I get that. I'm just saying like, for me, the thought process going into it, don't know how to get into it. Don't know how to get out of it. What is the proper verbiage and make sure I'm doing it correctly to protecting myself. But before all that, before like, so like mad, Justin's going down at, well, do I know how to do this? Do I know that? I'm like, is it worth it to try to take a piece like of ownership in their property for them not to, to perform on their contract? Because that's PSA essentially gives you equitable interest. So when I play it that way and I'm like, oh yeah, well I have equitable interest in a property now. We agreed on this. And for me, that question stops at, is it worth it? Yeah. Is, is the energy any expenditure, is it. the energy expenditure worth it? You know, if you're not out any money, 
But you, I mean, you were. You I are, was. Yeah. yeah, I was in that situation. The other one, I wasn't. I wasn't out any money. The lady to do when in Maine, she actually gave me a discount on it. She's like, "Hey, I understand it's not your fault," um, and she gave me a discount. But it almost made me wonder, like, was her attorney in on this? Because it was like sixty something acres. I was getting for cheap, like, and it was good looking property. Had solid access. It was uh, bordering the Canadian. It was on the Canadian border, and magically, she's like, "Well, I can, I can knock off, you know, five hundred bucks for you to help you out." And I'm like, "Uh huh." I think we run into a lot of those. Is it worth it situations? Because thinking back to the early days, the Oklahoma deal, mm-hmm. I had full rights to go down to the. DA and file a charge on that charge, lead. right? Mm-hmm. Every person I talked to up front was like, is it worth it? Yeah. You know, you're the land expert coming in, buying the land. She's a protected class yeah. lady, right? I mean, protected class person. They're probably not going to do anything to her. Is it worth the big headache for you to get nothing out of it? Yeah. I used to work for the, a guy, or I worked for a guy that owned the company I worked for, and his motto was sue everybody. Sue them if they came at you and make them pay. It's easy if you're a... A billionaire. billionaire yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got a legal team right next door. Yeah. Oh man, he did not take shit. He like if you if you cr- you went around the gates and his train hit you, he would sue you for damages to his train. Mm-hmm. Versus just saying, I will fix it and write it off. Like, no, he was suing you. <laughs> Easy to do when you're a billionaire. Yeah. The times are different. I you gotta guess. keep those bu- those attorneys busy. You gotta keep them billions working, huh? Yeah. It's uh so I guess that's the big uh, I feel like we jumped around it. Like, what do you do? Do you not do it? And so I guess your answer is, is it worth it? And do you have the energy to do it? Mine is if it doesn't cost you anything, move on. If it costs you enough to piss you off and you feel like you need to to get that vent out, then do it. I just, and that's different than what I thought I would say. I thought I was going to be like, fuck that. Just get more mail out and do more deals. But no, as I think and back about it, if it's makes, if it's caught, not, not, and I'm not saying cost you money and potential profit because you're never going to see that again. You, it's what your actual loss is. Cool. I like okay. it. All right. All right. I guess it's Friday. It's a uh, good time to have some fun, drink some wine, and buy some diapers for Brian. So <laughs> check that link out and do us a favor. Go to Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, and uh, give us a like, follow, subscribe, and then go to iTunes. Go to Stitcher. Go to wherever else you're listening to us. Like, rate, review, and subscribe to the show. We appreciate it. We love you. See you Monday. See you guys.